0: How are you pulling yourself out of what I have called the chasm of loss?
1: Alcohol.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to More Philly Union, the podcast where we swear to talk about the Philly Union, the whole Philly Union, and nothing but the Philly Union, with as few digressions as possible. We are your hosts. I'm C.
2: I'm E. And I'm Paul well 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 yeah that's that's special
0: that's that's what we got and uh we'll see you next week no um so well, things have gone south
1: yeah um
0: but um before we get to that sure let's 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 start easy and start with some housekeeping as we often do um, and we have a new country to add to our mental map of downloads., mm-hmm. Hey, you wanna
1: oh uh, Hey Hardy, welcome to Brazil. So we got our first download from the arguably soccer capital of the planet. So right. uh we've we've hit the big times officially, I guess. so hola. thank you. Apparently. Brazil. so
0: yes, Ola. Not hola, hola.
1: Hola. So, cool.
0: To you, Brazil.
1: And and that that might be the best news we have all episode. So buckle up, everybody. Buckle up.
0: Pretty much. So let's just rip this band-aid right off and jump in to what uh, we have titled in our show notes, the semi-final debacle.
1: He was offside. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry.
0: Yeah. No. Uh, fair. Um,
2: That's jumping in. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening. Uh, we are your host. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, we're all recovering since the Union nah, lost this one or oh. failed to failed to win it. Yeah, giving up a goal in second half stoppage time on a on a what looked like a reworked from the training pitch, kind of a restart from from uh, Cincinnati putting a ball into the box. Yeah. So many missed coverages on this one. You know, yeah, They restart the ball from the right side of the field, played over to uh, Bariel on the left. Nobody pressures him. Nobody's watching him. Nobody's on him. He plays the ball into the box. It gets headed back to Muscara. Nobody's somehow or another in the middle of the box Pressuring him. I mean, Elliot makes a play for it, but why was there nobody on Muscara to begin with? In the box like that, I don't get. But yes, I guess the first thing we should talk about is the offside or not the offside call.
1: Uh, Yeah, it's still stinging. I don't know. Um, Yeah, I mean, I'm going to be coming from the losing side perspective, (laughs) emotional state. (laughs) um you know i've watched the replay and i don't know it really felt offside it looked offside to me um you know uh i know that mls doesn't use the same um computer assisted ai whatever technology that they would use at the world cup right when you would show like that the image of the field is replaced with you know A graphical representation and the camera zooms in to where the ball would be and then the line and um, I know they don't use that technology I'm not saying it's better or worse but I don't know on a game like this I don't know yeah I'm still processing
0: and Paul in in our pregame just you know texting and chats and stuff you had I believe you you were the one who had mentioned that um, you feel like this is akin to the handball discussions we've had um well i
2: mean to be season. before before i jump into that i was going to yeah. let he rant for a bit because i know how
1: he feels and i want to go. <laughs> well let, let me real quick just for those who who don't know what happened on the game so the union lost i mean you could tell from our tone that they lost and it it came down to stoppage time at the end of the game and as a free kick since they had a free kick and it went into you know, the 18-yard the box for the, the union and bounce around, bounce around, player kicks it in. Now Cincinnati's up with minutes left in the game. But the thing is, the first Cincinnati player, who uh, Murphy, who headed it toward Muscara, yeah, he, the, the debate is whether or not he was offside or not. And, you know, from a lot of the camera angles, it, I mean, it was inches. I'm sure it's it's like it's half a shoulder. You know, it's 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 a hip. I don't know. But you well, look like offside. Said, you know,
2: they were looking at it on an iPad on the sideline and everybody he talked to said, don't worry, it'll be called back. It yeah. was offside.
1: So this this is what we're trying to process. So, um, you know, it's one thing if it was a complete collapse in our defense, a total, you know, yeah, Charlie Fox tried on our end, but um, it was just.
2: Yeah. But I think it was a bit of a Charlie Fox tried on our well, end.
1: Well, yeah, it's kind of like. Had they so just been I, marking up this, we this, we would not. There's there's this a
2: there's a Instagram or a t- a Twitter feed apparently that does a lot of soccer um, evaluations, evaluates a lot of soccer field games, and you know you can really use the different angles and and camera angles and stuff like that and evaluate it. And that was in that one uh, article that you sent to us. See, mm-hmm. um, he did it an analysis, or she did an analysis. And uh, does you know figures that it, that the um Murphy was probably at least three inches offside on Carranza? Mm-hmm. So Carranza was the second to last defender before Blake, um, you know, and it's three inches on a hundred and some odd yard soccer field, and, mm-hmm. and you know, technically that makes the difference, mm-hmm. um, you know, but that's not what the rest saw, and you know, now with. The way the rest are being trained to you know, rely on VAR to an extent, it wasn't clear and mm-hmm. obvious that that they got it wrong on the field, so they couldn't mm-hmm. switch it. I, I, like I said, I was going to let Eve rant for a bit because I'm actually kind of on the other side here. Did you, you think it was the right call? I don't think it was enough wrong to yeah. call
1: it offside. Yeah. I mean, I my brain kind of agrees with on that one. I'm just still processing, you know. Still well,
2: sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm still processing, but I'm more angry about the game—the yeah. fact that the union couldn't score a goal. Yeah, you know, you're yeah. going up against—I get it. It's Cincinnati. They're a home. good team. Yeah. yeah, you're going up against—you know—the uh, the supporters' shield. But they're down three defenders, and your 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 forwards can't get a decent shot. I mean, well, that's not true. Yeah, that keeper made some really good saves sure. in that game. Sure, but. I don't think any of them were from Carranza, Gaj dog or, Aura. there was got Carranza put one off the side netting Aura mm-hmm. couldn't get one out of his Mm-mm. feet. Ora. Nope. Ora. Uh, and it I don't know that guys dog even took a shot.
1: Yeah.
0: And for what it's worth, um, McGlynn kept kicking it where they, ain't because my mother, I watched this with my mom because you guys were, um, elsewhere. scoops was, was mm-hmm. anxious to watch this game. Um, I was sick, sicker and sicker, the closer I got to game time, to be honest, but, uh, she, uh, really wanted to watch and she just kept saying, why does he keep kicking it where there's no one? Why, 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 why? So, I mean, just, they were, there was some discombobulation happening. Especially which, with is, though.
2: which is really frustrating at this point in the season, mm-hmm. at this, at this, at this level of a game, yeah. how important this game is. You have an opportunity to put a stamp on it and, yeah. You may as well not watch that first half for all that happens
1: in it. Yeah, do you want to talk about the game, oh, Christy? Sorry, you were going to say
2: something.
0: No, no, it wasn't. Go
1: ahead. Um, yeah, I was going to say maybe as we're just talking about the the game a little chronologically, I, I I do agree. I feel like the 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 two halves definitely had a different feel to them. That first half, it felt like it was all Cincinnati. Yeah,
2: yeah, it was two teams pressing each other into no, not playing soccer. <laughs> you know it was it was the street fight that we keep hearing about and you know it didn't necessarily get super chippy it did surprisingly get more physical Mm -hmm. um i mean to the point where gray gaddis was one of the was the second person booked
1: yeah Um, i mean that says something if ray gaddis is getting a yellow card I think
2: it was probably more just a sloppy sloppy tackle than an yeah. actually aggressive, you know. I don't think he was trying to hurt. Um was that McGlynn that he went in on or um Harriel? I can't remember yeah, now. I don't remember. Yeah. But you know, whoever it was he took down on that Harriel. right side. It was, it was Harriel. Harriel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on the left side of, of the union attack. Um, you know, I I think it was I don't think he was out to hurt him. I think it was just a uh, a bad tackle on Gaddis's part, which doesn't normally happen, but he was, you know, playing aggressive and yeah, um, yeah. When when Ray Gaddis is getting a yellow card, though, you know, there's something going on. Yeah, there's the something game. going on exactly. Yep. Um, I mean, but also <laughs> Damian Lowe got an early yellow card. Yeah, so I, that was the 11th minute, according to the re- mm-hmm. uh, according to the box score. Felt earlier than that, and it kind of just did. It, it put him on a back back foot. Like all of a mm-hmm. sudden, now he has to be. He watches. has to play physical, but he can't be as physical as he probably yeah. would have been.
1: Yeah. Well, Paul hey. Rushing too got a yellow card. My front man to my band got a yellow card. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, while he was treating Martinez. Yeah, yeah. I but
1: gotta wonder what he said. Yeah, I was like, I wonder what he said that that warranted the yellow card. So.
0: My guess was that they were trying to get them off the field, mm. and he responded with a. I'll get him off the field when I'm getting ready
2: mm-hmm. with,
0: you know, insert your favorite expletive here. Mm-hmm. Um, so who knows? That was yeah. my the story I was telling myself.
2: That would, that would make sense. I mean, the, the referee basically giving me a yellow card for time-wasting, dissent, and uh, disrespect all in one. Yeah. Yeah. The, the rushing triumvirate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Is who everybody should get a tattoo of, yes. the rest
1: of. them. maybe that's that'll be the name of my band. What's that? The rushing triumvirate? Yeah. And it's funny thing is it's a four piece band. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, the second half looked a little better from the union. I feel like yeah. there were more opportunities. Harry had that great, great shot on goal. Um, outside the 18 yard box, that one yep. that he was fed in the middle. And kudos to the keeper for deflecting it because, you know, had that keeper been half a half a second slower reaction time, that ball was going to go in. Um, yeah. Or if there had been a slightly better screen in front of
2: him, it would exactly. have been a, much harder to save. Yeah. It was a heck of a shot. It was. Um, but the problem was it didn't go off his head. <laughs> it didn't go off of Ariel's head. That's why he didn't score. Yeah. But they did. They did. I, I don't know if they put any off the uprights or the crossbar. But they did make the keeper work. He did have a number of saves in this yeah. game. Um, you know, so they were threatening. But it just, you know, at this stage of the uh, season, uh, as important as this game was, Aura needed to be making those runs and just yeah, peppering those shots. Dude. Like when Mbizo got a deep run and he played at the cross, and Aura was four yards behind the pass. You know, I, I like him. I like him. I think yeah. he's been making runs all season. But for some yeah. reason in this game, he seemed to be getting the signals crossed with Carranza. Yeah. Was there.
1: I. Yeah, I was. Maybe it's worth talking about or a little bit. I feel the same. It's just, you know, there's that one cross from uh, McLean and, you know. In this type of a game, at that moment, the pressure's on. It's not easy. I I, I understand all that, but it's just you know the the ball kind of. You're got, a two point
2: five million dollar man.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I'll mess that <laughs> shot up every day, but I'm not getting paid two point five mil, right? Um, yeah, my transfer fee is not that. <laughs> my transfer fee is you know Wawa gift cards. I think. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, so it was just a little frustrating that Or was not just, he wasn't being that finisher. He was fast. He was getting there. He was, it was just, I don't know. You know, it's kind of, it's kind of like what we said, right? When the Union play like the team, we know they can be they're They're, they're pretty much unbeatable or, or, you know, they can take mm-hmm. on anybody. And I just mm-hmm. don't feel like that's the team that showed up, you know? I don't know.
0: I, don't know. I think that's been this whole season in a lot of ways like this the it's last season they were very confident um you know they still they always have a bit of a struggle on the road but a lot of teams do but you know they just they were just mowing down opponents this season felt like mm. that vibe but with a much bigger dollop of the old school self-doubt than um you know that long time mm-hmm. fans will remember and um uh you know definitely it carried over into this game i didn't have quite as dim a view as you guys did of you know just absolutely nothing happening in the first half definitely extremely slow start but i felt like they started turning it around before mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um the halftime muscle went and I was like, okay, I was encouraged, you know, by, I mean, they, they were, you know, where they should be in the half of the field they should be. I mean, I remember mean, these are low bars I'm setting here, but like, you know, I thought that they were, they kept getting, every time they lost the ball, they were getting it back. They really were trying, they, they were real slow to start, but, and, and think I think some of it
2: was what we talked about last week where, you know, the union weren't expecting to win this game. Right. So you know if they knew if they could weather the first 30 40 minutes of this mm-hmm. game, then they could start pushing and start, mm-hmm. starting to make it. Or was it so? Was it the union warming into the game? Was it Cincinnati cooling and giving them more time and space?
0: Mm-hmm. That's a good question. I don't know. Um,
2: because to me, it felt more the union starting to find the game a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but in all honesty, like it, it, felt more like the Union were finding the game when they weren't playing through Gajdog and and mm-hmm. and Caranza and or when it was McGlynn and Bedoya and Martinez and the and the wingbacks and and and, and Hariel, Um, You know, that's where they seemed to be making better connections, playing off of each other. Um, like I don't know if the front three were just too tense because. You know when they played well, when they were dominating teams last year. Granted, every single player on the team was playing probably the career career seasons last year, but they felt relaxed. It felt like flow, and this didn't. They, you know when those three were involved, it didn't feel like that. Like they were forcing too much, but not actually getting the shots off. I don't know.
0: Yeah. No. I mean, I. I'm trying to formulate something intelligent um
2: why should you be any different than normal for the uh, on this podcast we don't <laughs> we don't form anything intelligent here
0: oh i thought that was a personal yeah. uh, no
2: oh no i wasn't going
1: <laughs> yeah, i can only i can only speak for myself so christy your job is to uh is to bring the average up here yeah <laughs> that was the hope <laughs> that that's, yeah. that was in your contract that you signed
0: oh god what contract um <laughs> burned it um no i i think that i wonder if it was this is where i was originally gonna go i wonder if the union was getting trying to get a feel for this cincinnati team because they had so many people out or not so many but they had a number of players out yeah um they had their defender of the year out um who presumably would have been there and was there the other times that they played um so you know i i wonder if it was a bit of that i'm sure it's a you know an absolute combo plate of things there's no one thing right but i was that's part of my thought is like trying to feel it out and see what they couldn't couldn't get away with with this particular lineup and then with their own particular challenges because now of course they don't have Gleznas. um that was probably i that's probably the biggest one, right? I mean, pretty much everyone else.
1: Wagner was out too.
0: And Wagner, that's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry, I was forgetting. But um, so you know, um, two pretty key players, um, yeah. throughout the season. So who are we versus this team, and who are they? I don't know. That's that's um my my thought, but of course. Um,
2: so I'm just looking at the lineup for Cincinnati and. You know, at the end of the day, they got it, they got the goal. Mm -hmm. But what's interesting is the last three people to touch the ball: Mosquera, Murphy, and Balreal, all defenders from Cincinnati. Mm -hmm. Now, Balreal is a, uh, you know, that left-sided outside back. So he's routinely getting upfield, playing in crosses, much like Wagner does for the Union. So he's a dangerous player on the attack and i'm sure that they threw murphy and and and, and Muscara, the center defenders ahead because they wanted big bodies in the box to have a shot at winning a ball in the air um but i mean it looks like both teams we could make an argument locked down those front those front three you know you know those front three from both sides weren't able to really be dangerous in this game you know, looking a little bit at the positive side of it, it just was. You know, the union didn't have glassness to to advance the ball and and, and take those big shots. Low had to play with a little more caution after the yellow card. Elliott's never been a huge offensive threat, and then you know, not having Wagner, not having uh, and, and then him having Mbiza, who you know he'll get upfield, but he's not necessarily a, you know as big a threat as Wagner is on the other side. So it's you know players have to show up now the the right player you know the big players need to step up at the at at these times of year and other players need if, if the big players aren't stepping up the other players need to fill in behind them and and it just felt like the union just didn't do that at the end of the day in this game so you know yeah i'm a little upset about the offside uh personally like i was saying in our chat with regards to the handball stuff it's like I almost want it to be like, all right, you know what? We're just not going to call offside if it's close. If it's close, we're going to let it play on, and it's just going to count. If mm-hmm. It's got to be more than three inches. It's got to be mm-hmm. a body length or a body width a, a difference. If that's the, if that's the m- margin, you know, just be honest about it. You know, you got to try to keep people off onside. You know, just, just – I'm okay with that. It's Just make it clear at the beginning and then play it that way all season. Um, when you let this come down to computer-generated yeah. uh, analyses of of you know whether or not this player's hair follicle was three <laughs> microns further towards his goal or not, I mean it loses the point of the game. Yeah. End of the day, offside is not the, not to, to basically stop cherry picking. Yeah, that's the essentially. It's like the handball rule. The handball means you don't try to play the ball with your hand. Offside is you don't play cherry picking. You have to stay back. They didn't do that. Like that that wasn't the case. He was playing it upfield. Um so, you know, I'm yeah. more upset that the union couldn't find a goal in this than that Yeah, union. and I
0: agree with that o- t- utterly. I mean, they they really should have um I I just um I guess I'd be more in your camp on the offsides issue. And I know you're not looking for anyone to be, but uh, necessarily, but if I hadn't, if I didn't feel like I'd seen people called offsides for less, yeah. but then again, here we go again with the handball thing, right? Like, you know, I will talk out of the other side of my mouth about handballs all (laughs) all day long, because you know how I feel about handballs That it needs in my, in my, universe, it needs to be like, yeah, you you took your hand and swatted that ball or you know, something pretty close right. to that. So, you know, I can't have it both ways. Um, so I should agree with you. and that's just the hurting <laughs> talking. But um the deep, oh. deep hurting. But uh I what hurts the most is I let myself believe because I didn't I was like, okay, it's Cincinnati, we're going down because Cincinnati has been so good this season. Mm-hmm cincinnati uh, and and it's even that much more nasty because they are you know sort of union west with pat newton chris albright ray gattis Mm
2: -hmm. Um, even
0: their announcer in the stadium sounds like ours which is (laughs) just creepy um i noticed that and i actually put it in my my little notes on my phone so um you know but when i heard that i thought okay well you know be prepared and then the dreaded moment happened in the game where I let myself think, we might do this, we might do it, we might do it. And it, it was just like last year, Um, well, not as bad as last year, because I did right. not end up on the floor. Um, right. But I, I did let myself believe, and I did, you know, I was extra crushed afterwards. Um,
2: so maybe what we should do is jump down in our outline to the question of the week, and yeah. then we can circle back and tackle some of the post game stuff.
0: Yeah. All right. Yeah,
1: sure. Yeah. No
0: I'm, I can so
2: I,
1: um, I, well real quick though? Yeah. I, go
0: I, ahead, please.
1: I, I Paul, your your point's a good point. Uh, you know, it, it's it's kind of like you know, I don't. Know, it's like a book on constitutional law, right? It's like what what is the original intent? You know, what is the spirit of the law? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And you know, the the offside rule is to prevent cherry picking. Is to prevent you know just unfair, unsportsmanlike kind of whatever. Right. you know. Yeah. yeah, and I get that. You know, I I get that, and um, and I I do agree. I remember when um, uh, when was it? When they was it the two World Cups ago where they started allowing uh VAR, and there was the, a lot of lot of concern and you know some outcry that it was going to just slow the game down, right? Because that was the nice thing about soccer; it was so human powered. Everything like the referees and all mm-hmm. that. It was all. Calls on the field, and sure they would review stuff after the game, but on the field, whatever the call was, that's where it stands. And when they introduced VAR, I was, I was on that side of no, 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 let's not do that because it's, that's the whole beauty of this game. It's, it's all, it's all based on human beings doing the best they can. But I've kind of come around that VAR does have its place, and I, I do appreciate its proper use. Um, but then, Paul, your point is, you know, we can't. I say this with respect because go birds. um, But, uh, you know, NFL, like (laughs) every single play, it's like, okay, let's review it. Let's do it. It's like, you know, five minutes before we start the next play. And that's one of the things that I just generally really enjoy about soccer. It just, it just plays, it just goes. And then, you know, 90 minutes later, well, Germany wins, but then, you know, the game's over. And, (laughs) um, you know, so I I do want to keep a healthy distance from VAR going that far so Paul your point I I I, I do like your point about we can't micro analyze things to the to the to the down to the adult because then it's going to be like now again with all respect and go birds it becomes the NFL and you know it's great that that's one option of sporting enjoyment and all that but and we enjoy that we do we do we do <laughs> we do bleed green as well as blue um but um yeah, yeah. blue and gold combat combined what do you get you get get a goldish green. I don't know. <laughs> you get emerald. Right, go ahead, Christy. Well,
0: in a, in an ironic aside that um, in the Eagles game, apparently, and I know next to nothing about um, American football. Uh, if mm-hmm. I sound totally pretentious, <laughs> but um, I, uh, apparently the Eagles got away with some shenanigans um, in their their most recent matchup so and and ended up winning um despite me watching uh which is just funny but um
1: yeah yeah, we're usually the curse Mm. i'm wondering if
0: maybe only one philadelphia team uh can get away with shenanigans per week if that's that's how it goes but um
1: yeah
0: anyway um yes let's so shall we jump yeah Um, let's jump down let's jump down all right well uh our our (laughs) <laughs> we have started to call question of the week. Don't know if that will stick or not, but here we go. So obviously we need more time to talk about the positives of the season, you know, maybe the next uh, issue, issue? <laughs> next episode, we'll be able to do that. Um, but so for now, um, how are you pulling yourself out of what I have called the chasm of loss? <laughs>
2: alcohol how,
1: <laughs> how are you coping and...
0: <laughs> i mean i know reasonable people are are fine going about their day to day but you know the mind does drift back to 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 just you know our joke is uh yes no damn it um we're at mm-hmm. the damn it stage and we're, we're just going to the, be there for a while so how do we get back to uh, uh, at least no if not yes
2: well, I don't know how many people here are readers of Philly sports page. I mean, I know the two of you will glance at it, but I don't know how many of our listeners have ever been to Philly sports, a Philly soccer page. Sorry. Um, I, I would certainly say none of us are on the, uh, the cliffs of union despair at this <laughs> point, um, you know, cause it has been a successful season. They made it to the Eastern conference semifinals. So, you know, right now it's it, it's kind of just the numbing kind of stumbling around like you just got hit in the head and, and you need a, you need 30 seconds to a minute to kind of gather your wits not quite a concussion but certainly a, a big a big hit that's kind mm-hmm. of my, my feeling is right mm-hmm. now like it, it's still kind of a <laughs> going on like i keep <laughs> expecting the union to be playing again this weekend but mm-hmm. um Yeah. Otherwise it's, it's just kind of riding
1: out this initial wave of frustrated and sadness. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's kind of, I don't know, you know, part of the processing is looking for that next positive turn of events. And, um, I'm not sure where it's going to come from and, you know, that's not necessarily, um, a healthy way of doing things. Sometimes you just got to lay down with your pain. Um, so don't don't try to mask it by some positive thing that comes later but uh for me one of the things that i'm you know keeping my eye on it kind of butts up against this loss is um um and i know we're going to talk about this so i'll just we'll save the deeper conversation but is you know what's happening with bedoya what's happening with wagner i mean i i know there, i haven't really heard much we have a couple little things but um you know um so i guess in terms of i'm i'm kind of you're hopeful. looking to the future? Yeah, and hopefully there'll be a little bit of good news there. I don't know. Um, you know, for me, one of the hard things about... One of the harder things about this loss and being knocked out of the playoffs was, you know, I I, w- I wanted the Union to get MLS Cup win- with Bedoya at the helm, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And we were... I mean, I know we brought this up ad nauseum throughout our all these episodes in the season, but we were so we were minutes away from that last year at the MLS Cup Mm -hmm. final, you know, and I was just, I remember one of the thoughts I had was like, finally doing it with Bedoya, boom, boom, we're going to do it. And obviously it didn't happen. So I remember this year, he was still around. This is his last year. And it's like, you know, the plot of a, Mm -hmm. of a not very good movie, apparently, Uh, you know, it's like, this is it. Here's our senior captain. Let's do it. Let's do it this year. Let's do it with him. And, you know, we never fully ignited like we did last year. You know, we had yeah. some good runs, and you know, we didn't we had some good vi- one sided victories, but nothing like last year. I mean, last year that was ours, that was our almost cup to lose, in, and we did lose mm-hmm. it. But um
2: so for Here's me with that loss. Talking about looking into the future and you know, seeing what either what might be done with the players that are here, you know, who's staying, who's going, who might be coming in. Yeah, which one would you so say you could only keep one, would it be Bedoya or would it be Wagner? That's a hard question. All
1: I know right. it's a Sophie's choice. It right. is a Sophie's choice.
0: I'd keep Bedoya.
2: Same,
1: same. Yeah, you know what? I, yeah, I would keep him.
0: I mean, I know. I that's. I know Wagner is talented, and you know yeah. his his uh stu- <laughs> recent well, stupidity I- aside, um, but. Um, yeah, I'd still keep Badoya even. I,
2: I'm just thinking of uh, Gene Hackman at halftime in the replacements. What do we need? Yeah. We need heart. We need yeah. heart.
0: Yeah, absolutely. 100%. And Wagner
2: certainly plays with his heart on his sleeve, but he Not doesn't the ignite the rest of the team the way Badoya does.
1: Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah, Badoya is the heart and soul of that team. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, I don't know who could fill that. I mean, somebody will, right? Somebody always... You know, a leader always arises, but it's how soon but and when how that's effective. The thing. Yeah. Exactly. Um
2: before we totally jump into discussing yeah. Bedoya, you you see you didn't haven't had any chance to answer the question of the week. Yeah. How are ahead. you yeah. yeah. Uh, coping with the uh chasm of loss?
0: Sweet denial. I'm
2: I'm <laughs> <laughs> deeply,
0: deeply into nine. Not- it is really weird because last year when we um lost. I was. It was just painful, and I just, you know, it it was funny because I actually I had other other people than you and Scoops uh, and you collectively and Scoops (laughs) to talk to you about this because my friends at at uh, work I work um, remotely, um, so um, and and I'm the only soccer fan. Most of them know, and and they find it funny. So um, they. Anyway, no. um, yeah, some of them had tuned into the final because it was on, you know, it was a big deal on TV and everything and, and saw what happened and and were, you know, commiserating and that kind of thing. Um and um this year it's just it's it's weird. Like I it it it, it comes back to me uh, like oh god, that's right. That actually happened. <laughs> and and then I mm-hmm. bury it again just really deep down i really haven't dealt with it and i i know it sounds silly um you know it's like
2: like it's also different this year because last year when we lost there was no more there was no more soccer in the season yeah that was it that At was the no end more of the MLS. season yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah
0: i think that that might be part of it too yeah but um so will good.
2: either of you watch the finals or the or the mls cup
0: if Cincinnati gets knocked out,
2: yeah. Ooh, okay, all right.
0: Um, no, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I'm not sure. Here's,
2: here's the additional frustrating point: I actually like Pat Noonan. I yeah. like Ray Gaddis. Yeah. I don't dislike yeah. uh, Cincinnati. Like their colors are cool. I like the orange and the blue. And you know, it's it's really frustrating because it's I shiny. don't hate the team. It's yeah. not. It's not New York. It's not even Dallas. Yeah, it's, it's it's Cincinnati, and it's like it's a team from the Rust Belt, or it's a city of in the in the Rust yeah. Belt, and it's hard to root against them because yeah. they are a city in the Rust Belt. And they, what else do they have to root for? The Bengals, yeah. you know. <laughs> it's <laughs> weird Burrows because I actually
0: have a different view on that. I feel I don't have a problem with Cincinnati as a city or whatever. Uh-huh. They have great chili, and it's bizarre, <laughs> but it's great. Um, but uh, I can't help but look at them all and think turncoats. Yeah. Every okay. time Gaddis yeah. came on the field, I would say turncoat, turncoat, and my mom was like, "Would you? <laughs> would you not?" <laughs> um. She's like, "What did he do to you?" I said, "Mom, here's the story." So anyway. But yeah, and I know, I know it's irrational. I know it. I know, I know. But like, I and you know, Pat Noonan had an opportunity for a better job, and he should take it, and all that stuff. You know, like I'm the one with the problem here.
2: No, you're you not. Know? It's but, it's it's a it's a completely valid viewpoint. Yeah, not- it just. I'm not. I'm not invalidating your viewpoint. I no. just have a different one.
0: No, no, that's fair. And that, it just it feels like there was poaching. You know, it feels yeah. like with Gattis. I mean, yeah. they. I believe they have Santos too, don't they?
2: They have Sergio yeah. Santos and so Alvis Powell. He,
0: right. Yeah. So yeah. they they didn't necessarily figure into this, but this particular match. But like, I, it just it just feels like oh, somebody leaves us. Where are they going to turn up? Cincinnati. Cincinnati. So I, and I, I really don't hate them. I don't, it's not, but that, that's my problem with Cincinnati also. I mean, they've been doing so well. I can't, I can be mad at it. I guess I'll be sure. honest. I'll, here Here's my other thought. If they can do so well with our guys, why aren't we doing so well with our guys? This has <laughs> been the thing that makes, has made me, and I love him dearly. Has made me start to question Curtin a little bit.
2: Hmm. I know well, there's a whole
0: put... lot of other people involved. I know there's a whole different infrastructure. I know there's a whole it's a whole different team. So, you know, one or the one or two people I know are not making necessarily. Well, making I think this
2: actually brings but... us back to the uh, where we were going to go to next, and with regards to Ali Badoya and transfers, like Cincinnati is like Philadelphia, but with a larger larger pocketbook. A larger wallet, a larger checkbook, uh, because they brought in p- players like Acosta and Bupenza and Vasquez. Um, you know they've they have put their money back into elite players to take the field. Um, you know the union have spent some money, but not to bring in as dangerous. I mean, let's, let's face it. Or was a bit of a bust this season. Not a total bust, but a bit of a bust this season.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Carranza's is still playing very well, but mm-hmm. he's probably going to get sold in the off season because mm-hmm. um, I think he's only got one season left on his current contract. So he'll either get sold in the off or they'll get re- or they'll renegotiate him. Wagner is gone. You know they're. Yeah. they're he, I'm not even sure if any team from MLS is going to touch him after the way he ended this season. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: He's already fire sailing his jerseys online. So
2: I saw um, that too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That wasn't a good sign. Mm -mm. And, And, you know, yeah, they're getting the union are getting some, some luck with their, their young players, which is great. But it seems like it's, you know, they need it. It's not like, you know, Cincinnati has gone out. I mean, Cincinnati also has young players on their team that are coming up through their group. But it just feels like there's more money invested into the roster in Cincinnati than there is in Philadelphia.
0: They said on the broadcast, I believe it's 29 teams in yeah. in MLS mm-hmm. that are the, the the we are the 28th in yep. spending.
1: Yep. Oh, really? Wow. Mm-hmm.
0: So, I mean, that you know, again, spending doesn't necessarily mean you're going to win either, but
1: yeah,
2: just look at Miami how much money did they spend to bring in Messi and crew and you know they didn't yeah. even make the playoffs right
0: i i can't i can't even get into that tonight yeah. i'll just cry i can't um, even
2: mention the m word <sighs>
0: oh, no it's all right it's fun. um but yeah so so uh but circling back to too. transfers and you yeah. know
2: bedoya and all like uh let's talk about curtains after post-game yeah. press conference yeah um he was understandably frustrated, understandably upset with the result. Um, obviously they talked offside with him first, first and foremost. And, uh, you know, like we mentioned before, he was fully expecting it to be reversed and, you Mm -hmm. know, so much so that they didn't have a substitute lined up Mm -hmm. to make, make that switch. Like, you know, so, um, but I thought the most interesting bit about that, that, um, Post game was his comments about Bedoya and how he yeah. feels that Bedoya should be back. Yeah, you know it was it was a nice little nod from the coach to say you know to to, to shore up a, a quality player, a, a player that means a lot to the team. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't want to take up everything, but you know, Curtain literally said that Bedoya is the most important player ever on the Union, including more important than Curtin.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree. I I, I was. I was surprised that level of superlative um you know and, and and not being followed up with and so we're going to resign them. yeah it definitely seemed to hint at well i think it's kind of obvious there's a difference of opinion between Curtin and you know the the main office i don't know right yeah. obviously it, and,
0: and i've always loved that about Curtin that he doesn't um skirt that kind of stuff and take a you know pr tone mm-hmm. to his you know the, the, i remember when he, in his earlier days of coaching people said that he was perhaps too honest but i think he i think it's good and that is you know whenever he does go wherever he does go i will miss that because mm-hmm. i don't know that other coaches will have that and there's a lot of other things i like about him i know what i said a moment ago and it does it i'm just saying it i, I am wondering a little bit but I do like that about him, and um, I really think they need to come to Jesus on the Hall Alley thing.
2: Yeah, well, it's interesting because but, uh, Curtin, you know, he's got his contract locked up through twenty twenty six through the next <laughs> right. World Cup, essentially, mm-hmm. um, and and so he he's a little freer to say what he wants because he's got a contract. Yeah. He knows he's he's you know he's he's going to be here. Um,
0: I don't think that. I, I think that I'm sure it plays a, a role, but I think he's gonna say what he's gonna say anyway.
2: Especially after that game. I think you're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, he was his emotions were out there. He was pretty raw in that interview. He wasn't wasn't vicious towards anybody, but you know, when he comes in he says, uh you know, in most other teams the coach would have a say about who's, you know, about a player like Badoya, and if it was up to him, he'd be, you know, Badoya would be re signed. Right. Um, you know it does feel almost like there's a bit of separation between curtain and the front office like yeah. he's being yep. kept more at arm's length than yeah. usual and don't to, to be clear I mean Ernst Tanner has done a ton of good work for the union yeah uh, and and you know he, I I trust him to do continue to do good work and he seems like he has this plan of basically a three year cycle for players in each of these positions. And he's gonna they're either gonna develop into something better and get signed to bigger contracts or they're gonna move on and, and go elsewhere. Um, you know, depending on how they want to go with with regards to their contracts. And Ernst has certain values for each of those players. And if they're asking for more, then he's not gonna sign them. Um it it it's it's a mercenary approach it's a Hmm. black and white kind of tough to swallow in some ways because philadelphia is a emotional city yeah it's tough as tough as a reputation we have when we love a player like a bryce harper or brian dawkins or you know ali bedoya we don't want them to go yeah
0: it doesn't quite explain uh, uh, except for what has happened recently if 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 we as much as much as I hate to say this, pretend that didn't happen. It doesn't quite explain Kai Wagner, like why they wouldn't up until that point where that ha- where, what happened happened, why they wouldn't re up him because he was performing. Yeah. I, so I I don't I don't understand what the logic was there, and I understand now why they might not want to be involved with with that going forward. Um.
2: Apparently, towards the end of the season, one of the last home games for the Union, there were fans chanting, you know, sign Wagner or sign Kai Never. or something like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ernst apparently either said loud enough for them to hear or very clearly said, you don't understand what he's asking for. Yeah. No. So, you know, it could have been a situation where, you know, like I said, Ernst has a value. Assigned to each of the players, and Wagner was asking for far more. It sounds like Wagner was asking for far more than Ernst's number, yeah. so he was not going to do that. I don't know what yeah, that so number maybe, is.
0: I mean, maybe it was a completely unreasonable number too, and that's you know, there are there is a limit. Yeah. Uh, so mm-hmm. we we don't know. Yeah, you're right. But. um
2: but it was, you know, getting back to Allie, I was actually talking with Kristen Ford at, at Robotics last night because uh, her son Parker is is in that group that I that I coach. Um, and so she they actually got to go out to Cincinnati. They went out to Cincinnati. Not to get, they got to go out, but they went out to Cincinnati to watch the game. And she said that, you know, Bedoya was the last Union fan on the team, on the field. Like afterwards, he didn't, he was clear Union he player, didn't want to leave because. Yeah. Like you know, the rest of the union players, they pretty quickly went off the field. A couple of them came over to applaud at the the traveling fans. But Bedoya, it was clear. Like I mean, if this was if if he doesn't get his contract doesn't get resigned somewhere, this was the end of his career. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it was it was pretty rough to to see. You know, pretty pretty heart wrenching to see. You know, especially a guy yeah. who plays like he does to, to walking around the field at the end. Um. You know, we'll have to see. The uh the the transfer window opens in just over a month and uh you know the preseason starts sometime in the middle of January. They've got like six weeks off now have to recover, see what see what comes out. And that, Googling
0: that... patron saint of midfielders.
2: <laughs> saint Sebastian. <laughs> no, that, he, he's the uh patron saint of athletes. Oh, okay. It's also the That's guy, guy shot one. up by arrows. Was that no. how he was? He a martyr? Yeah.
0: Okay. Saint Sebastian. Done.
2: Yeah. Done. All right. Got it. But yeah, I mean, there are a number of players who could be leaving in the next transfer window. Yeah, I'm you know, you sure. got Carranza, who's likely going to get sold. Some, yeah. some, some team somewhere is going to come in and see what he did over the last two years, and put an offer in for him. Yeah. Hopefully, it'll Scoops be enough. is
0: going to be.
1: <laughs>
2: well, she, she'll just find an you know an epl or a championship league team or an, uh, you know one of the spanish league teams that she'll have to start following well yeah
0: but yeah she won't she, she'll follow this and that's it it's, yeah. she, she's got a certain limited attention span for that but she will probably find another player because before mm. this um um uh brendan Aronson was her was her guy not <laughs> in the same way as carranza she just i think it was like oh look at this sweet boy Mm-hmm. um you know but well, i mean uh, if she's
2: in the blondes glassness isn't going anywhere
0: she, she's she doesn't mind a, K- a glasus so yeah. that might it's, be it's not
2: hard um, on the eyes yeah mm-hmm.
0: yeah exactly so
2: um but yeah besides carranza we got you know bedoya's situation wagner's situation there's been some interest around Mbizo. um you know there could be other players coming and going yeah. You know, we'll see. And we'll
0: then Bizo also wanting to get back to his family, so if that doesn't get yeah. rectified, I don't think he'll stay, and I yeah. don't blame him one bit. You
2: know, which uh, really kind of, when you see those, when you see Vogner and Bizo going, you're looking at the Union's
1: defensive players, right. and you're like, um, yeah. where are we going to replace yeah. them? Yeah. yeah. I know uh, Curtin's uh, press conference, too, he did comment about transfers over the, you know, over the offseason season stuff like that, and you know, I don't want to say it's lip service, you know, he, he's commenting nothing is definite until you know the season starts next next year. But he did say that he's hopeful that um whatever changes might occur, it's not you know, essentially there's nothing too 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 big of a change, too drastic of a change. Um, so I mean, I'm not sure how much faith we can put into that because you know, he's not the only make, he's obviously not the only person making these decisions, but yep. Yeah, hopefully it's not. Hopefully we don't have our own fire sale, right? Where we have a, you know, half the team is a. Uh, you know. Well, do you think that's likely? No, I mean, because that 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 totally goes. That doesn't jive with the way the union have been doing things. They they are consistently and continuously forming these these squads, right? It's it yeah. feels like it's a. Yeah, there's always an influx in and out every year. They don't make massive changes, which mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I do appreciate. Um, it just feels like the changes coming up might be a little, little harder on the, uh, little harder on the emotions than previous years. You know, it's kind of, yep. um, yeah. I mean, there's, there's, you know, historically we have the whole Latu getting traded away. That was, that was a big hit. But then mm. that was, and it wasn't that when Hackworth that was Novak. That was, yeah, but then as, when as, as
0: soon as he came when back,
1: when Hackworth came back, the first thing he did was like get Latu back, and it was just like that, just. Almost never happens. But anyway, that's 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 a, a different
0: December sixth. I still remember the day.
1: <laughs> the bells were ringing out that day.
0: Yep, yeah. absolutely.
1: December sixth is now officially, uh, uh, well, Saint, Saint Nicholas, Nicholas Day and and and, and, <laughs> and Saint Se- <laughs> Saint
0: Sebastian Lo <Latu>. too. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When when are we gonna get the Kelsey brothers to sing about that one? <laughs> <laughs> Uh. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, I think the next, you know, the next few episodes we have will be interesting just kind of. I mean, that's what I'm kind of interested in now that our season is over. The next episodes, it's going to be more about watching what's going on with respect to player movement and, you know, what the scuttlebutt is on certain players and all that. And um, it'll be a different way of thinking about Mm -hmm. our team and what we're going to talk about so um we will see what happens
0: well despite me saying i'm not watching certain games um let's go over uh, what is left in this season um so um uh conference finals on uh december 2nd
2: saturday um
0: saturday saturday saturday, saturday. um the eastern conference final Cincinnati versus Columbus is at 6 p.m. Eastern and um, LAFC Houston at 9.30 30 p.m. Um, so I think it's
2: cool that Houston made it. And we, I've been I, I, I mean, out of the four teams left. Um, is, that too- that? Uh, is that who you're for? Cause
0: that's who I'm for. What's that? Is that who you're for? Know, Cause that's who I'm for. So why-
2: if I had to rank them who I want to yeah. win most, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would go Houston, Columbus, Cincy,
1: LA.
0: Yeah. That tracks f- for me. Yeah, I think I'm with you on that. I I've, exactly.
1: I'm surprised, Paul, with the Columbus not getting the first.
0: I'm surprised uh, too, but.
1: But it's uh,
2: Houston. Like, there's just something under so underdog. Don't get me wrong. Either Houston or Columbus winning would be a little bit of a you know fu to the to the league being like yeah, Houston <laughs> the, the team that nobody. Th- I mean, to be clear, if Houston wins this, that means they will have won the double. Because they won the U.S. Open Cup this year. Oh, right, right, yeah. Mm, and they are just yeah. so under the radar right now. Yeah. Nobody expected. Yeah. expects No, nobody outside of Houston expects them to really do much. And right. and then Columbus, Columbus almost. I mean, technically, the you know, Columbus moved to Austin, and then they formed a new team in Columbus a couple of years back. That's technically how that that structure went, and you know. So it's a team that almost got disbanded and 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 moved. Mm-hmm. Um, now making yeah. could be hosting the final. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so that would be that would be good. And and like I said earlier, I don't hate Cincinnati. I still kind of like some of those some of the people involved. Sure. In and then uh, I think we all agree LAFC, if you know, if they get if they get hit by an asteroid or whatever, we're all okay with that. Not, like LAFC, honestly, we don't, devil, yeah. we don't want
0: anybody
1: dying. We don't want anyone getting hurt. <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: And uh, yeah, but I mean, if Columbus would win and Houston would win, can you imagine how absolutely eye searing that that final would be? That orange versus that yellow, if they keep their. Wow, that would just be it would be.
1: It's the candy corn. Staring at the
0: the original LED Christmas lights (laughs) that are just like, yeah.
2: The candy corn bowl. Well, in
0: Houston now, the candy. They've shifted their orange a bit because I remember back in the day they were like and maybe they still are, maybe it depends on the year, but um they were much a much brighter orange. Their yeah. orange now is very much flyers orange. It's flyers orange, which is another yeah. reason I like them. So so there you go. Yeah. Um so yeah, it's absolutely wild. But yeah. anyway, I, I, in order
2: for in order for it to be a, a Columbus Houston at Columbus final, that means both away teams need to win yeah.
1: in the next round. Which is going to be tough, yeah, um, yeah. I'm all for LAFC not winning. I I, I want Houston to take down LAFC, um, and I'm I'm rooting for Houston because that was my team before Philly got our team. Yep. And again, you're allowed that one-time transfer of your team loyalty. Um, <laughs> but uh, I still I still enjoy Houston. Um, I'm I'm liking them even more now this past year that Benny Olsen's in charge. I, I'm a Ben Olsen fan um and uh yeah i'm 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 for houston winning it this year the cincinnati thing yeah christy i'm kind of with you there's a little bit of it's not shot and for it that's not the word i want to use but it's like if you know, do us, We don't want you to win it all. Well, I mean, I do want them to win it all after we win it all. We're we're <laughs> the we're the older brother. We are the Jason Kelsey. <laughs> well, I guess Jason Kelsey did win the Super Bowl though before Travis did, but he did. that's not the point. Um He did it. He did. Oh, he I did. Think yeah, he, so,
2: yeah. No, he did. Wait a minute. Yeah, Travis is. Travis won before. What? Yeah, but did, uh, he,
0: that wasn't his second Jason. win, though, was it?
1: Uh, Jason won it with the Eagles. I'll no. look it up. I'll look it okay. up. You we'll we'll edit that okay. out. Keep going. But, so we're the older brother in this relationship. And, you know, like once we win it, then Cincinnati's welcome to win it. But it's it's like you said, right? Poaching is too hard of a word. But a lot of union staff and players went to Cincinnati. And, and you know, Ray Gaddis was such a, a a staple of our team. And we always talked about the Ring of Honor. right? Luchu's up there. And... I think probably even before Bedoya, we said that Ray Gaddis has to be next, especially after he retired. Like Ray Gaddis has to mm-hmm. kind of sign a sign a one-day contract, come back, and we get him up on the Ring of Honor. And you know, he That's retired and he came out of retirement one playing for Cincinnati. I remember it was a little bit of a head scratch, like what? Okay. Um, but it would be this weird bittersweet if Cincinnati wins it and it's your you know, Ray Gaddis wins MLS cup with Cincinnati and not with the union first, it feels just not right with the universe. Again, yeah. I, I do like Cincinnati and in a different universe, like had the union one MLS cup last year, I'd be like, yeah, let's go Cincinnati, you know, union West, let's do it. But I don't know. I mean, you know, Processing. I'll tell you what, if it's Cincinnati, if it's anybody LAF- LAFC, I'm a hundred on board on that. Anybody, um, but given the four teams i'm leaning towards houston uh doing it and uh yeah we'll see i i i Paul, to answer your question yeah i'm going to follow the games you know yeah. saturday depending on what i'm doing I'll, I'll probably throw the games on or um at least you know check out the replays or read up on it or something like that but um yeah the, as the- long
0: as the christmas lights are up you can do it want. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So it right. does look like Jason Kelsey won the Super Bowl before Travis, yeah. but Travis has now won it twice, including once oh once against Jason's uh Okay. Okay. So we gotta fix that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We gotta fix that.
0: Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha.
2: Yeah. Because the Eagles won in 2000. Well, it was the 2017, 2017. 2018 season. Yeah, uh-huh. And then the Chiefs oh, okay. won it in the 19, in the 2019 2020 season. And then again last season. Against okay. The Eagles. So
0: both of his were okay. after. That yeah. makes sense. Now that you yeah. say it. Okay. All right. <laughs> well,
2: thank you, then, Wikipedia. of course. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank
0: you indeed. And of course, the MLS Cup, just as a reminder, is at. 3 p.m.
2: <laughs> Don't uh, forget to put it on Eastern your calendar.
0: Standard time on December 9th, which is at our recording, 11 days away. Um, so um, we will carry on. Um, in in other stuff, there is actually other stuff. Um, in in uh, you know, just happy news. Uh, Ty Bruba got engaged. So hey, congratulations, all right, Mazel tov. uh to yes. him um and uh also i what a time to hit a landmark but um this is our 40th episode
1: hey cool hey yeah
0: so um you know we've, we it's been a little bit of a uh you know uh Journey? i
1: don't know
0: sad sad trombone of an episode in some yeah. ways although i, th- I think we've had sadder um but um yeah this is our 40th episode and uh, you know back uh in february when paul what five days before the first match said hey you guys want to do this podcasting we've been talking about for like (laughs) 10 years
1: um
0: (laughs) i don't think any of us uh thought about anything like a 40th episode so yeah um i don't know i i didn't i was sort of like well well, let's let's see
1: what goes on oh i expected it to work i thought this was gonna (laughs) work. Paul already has like speeches written for when we start winning Paul awards. Has the next
0: five years planned out in the spreadsheet. Let's be honest.
1: <laughs> you should um, see what I can do with a Google sheet. <laughs>
0: yeah. I don't doubt it. If your brother's anything, go by, I'm sure you can uh, <laughs> kill one too. Um, the sun rises yeah. and sets
1: with spreadsheets. So nice. uh,
0: yeah. So happy, happy 40th episode yeah, happy us. 40th. And most more importantly, um, thank you. I know we Feels... don't have a ton of listeners. None of us are delusional. Well, um, maybe um
2: <laughs> we do appreciate all of them especially those who keep coming yeah. back because yeah. the numbers have been slowly increasing. So they thank really you. have.
1: They really have. Yeah. Um
0: yeah. So yeah. um, you know, thank you. And and also um, you know, take care of yourself. Self-care is important after this kind of thing. Um, if you need a spa day, if you need a long <laughs> bath, if you need to curl up with a book and some tea coffee or alcoholic beverage whatever whatever it is um
2: i know it's danish but a little book (laughs) of higa here
0: Uh. (laughs) yeah yeah you need some you need some hygge in your life um, uh, you know, whatever you need to do, but but do share with us if, if you would please, um, what you're doing to make yourself feel better. And, um, you know, if you're at the stage where you can talk about what you're looking forward to, great. Um, we're working after that. That'll probably be next week, uh, or in maybe a few weeks. Next week might be a little optimistic. Um, but yeah, so, um uh, please feel free to write in and and or comment on a post or just let us know how how, how are you doing. Take care of yourselves. Um, and um, drink your mm-hmm. water and uh, <laughs> stay hydrated. So, um
1: <laughs> is that really water? you you drink a ball? <laughs> it's, clear. <laughs> it's clear. It's clear. Um, it's
0: clear. clear.
2: It's wet. Or it's got it? ice in it. <laughs> <laughs> There's water in it somewhere. <laughs> it
1: was part of the process.
0: So does anybody have anything else for tonight or
2: No, not for today. Thanks.
0: We're good. All right. Well Happy 40th. Happy 40th, everyone. Um,
1: happy
2: 40th.
0: Uh, so our website is Uh Email email us, please. Again, let us know what you're doing, um, how you're feeling. Um, at pod at um, On X slash Twitter, we are amorphillyu. Instagram, YouTube, threads, we are Amore Union. Um, and we have a uh, growing weirder by the week Spotify playlist <laughs> um, under our our podcast uh, name, Amorphia Union. Um, uh, so please check it out. Um, we enjoy it. Uh, you know you can and you can always hide the songs you don't like. Um, so keep that in mind, um, and get our podcast, wherever you get yours. Uh, Google is still functioning despite them saying they were taking it down. So I don't know what's going on. Do we know when
1: Google's shutting down?
0: I, I, yeah, they said, but I I don't know. Maybe it's the end of this month. Not sure. Anyway, Google, Apple, Spotify, um, Amazon, all the things, um, uh, we are everywhere. Uh, we are legion. And, um, It, or, as it now says, sorry, no, it's Google question mark. um So, subscribe, Google? like, comment, spread the word. um And thank you, everyone, for tuning in for another episode of Amorphila Union.
1: And happy uh, Thanksgiving, just in case.
0: Uh, happy, happy belated Thanksgiving. Yeah, belated Thanksgiving. And um happy almost St. Nicholas Day for those who observe. Um, so, we are your hosts. I am C.
1: I'm E. And I'm Paul. Go union Union. next season. I
0: don't know if y'all caught there. Oh, everybody's gone. No, Paul's there. It's gone. Everybody's gone.